to Grace Notes. On our last program, Barbara Sandbeck addressed the issue of power and purity. Today, we'll look at an unusual aspect of power, that is power through weakness. But first, let's listen to Barbara sing a song so fitting for this subject. revealed many things to the Apostle Paul, some so magnificent he couldn't even write about. But along with these revelations, God gave him a thorn in his flesh. Paul understood that this was needed to keep him from becoming conceited. He wrote in 2 Corinthians 12:8, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness." 
We've all speculated as to what his thorn might be. Some say it could have been a spiritual problem such as guilt or besetting temptation. Others see it as a physical ailment like oozing eyes or epilepsy. Still others think it may have referred to his frequent persecutions. I believe God chose not to tell us the specifics so we could better understand the lesson that there is power in our weaknesses. How can this be? Well, let's find out. Second Corinthians 4, 7 says, We have this treasure which is the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. God's awesome power, His glory, resides in our dust-of-the-earth bodies through the Holy Spirit. Outwardly we waste away, yet inwardly in our spirit we are being renewed day by day. Remember when the disciples went with Jesus to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and they kept falling asleep? Jesus said to them, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. The apostle Peter relied too much on his own human power to resist the temptation to deny Christ, and he gave in. We too like to think we can handle anything. The older I get, and the more I learn about God, the more I realize that I need to acknowledge my weaknesses and ask for God's help in everything. Romans 8.26 says, The Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Oh, there have been times when I've been so beside myself, I'd literally just moan for the Spirit's intercession. I've found that the more adversity, the more God works. A great outpouring of the Holy Spirit occurred in a concert where I had to stop and ask the audience to pray for my sore throat, and Dale just couldn't find a way to get a good sound. Weaknesses keep us from becoming conceited and keep us dependent on God, who is truly out for our good. Weaknesses also keep us from going astray. In my early Christian walk, I figured I only needed the Lord to secure my eternal destiny. Oh, it was easy for me to accept the gift of salvation, especially since I didn't have to do anything but believe. God even gave me the faith to do that. But when it came to trusting God to take control of my life, I was uneasy. My faith in Him was weak because my knowledge of Him was weak. My sister-in-law, Connie, radiates faith unlike anyone I've ever known. She's confined to a wheelchair due to polio. When she visits, I stay up till the wee hours of the morning to pick her brain on the subject of faith. On one occasion, I told her I was afraid to let God have control of me because he might do to me what he'd done to her. In response, she relayed a story. A shepherd will search for a wandering sheep two times. If it strays a third time, he'll find it, break its leg so it won't wander again, and hold it very close to him for the rest of its life. She said that had her legs not been incapacitated, she knows she would have wandered from her shepherd. At 3 a.m. that morning, I wrote this poem. Commitment at last. My faith is weak. You promised, Lord, that you'd increase it if I asked. But I'm afraid. I know your ways are not my ways. Dare I to trust? To truly know you, you've demanded that I seek to do your will. 
and let you have control of me. I'm insecure, not knowing if your plan for me will cause me pain. Can I withstand the trials you'll send to make me strong? I love you, Lord. I want to know the Abba Father part of you. I'm willing now to let you have your perfect way. Increase my faith. Give me the test you know will help make me the child I need to be. Lord, use my life to glorify your name. King David summed it up in Psalm 119.67. He said, Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. Do we really want the power of God in our lives? Then we need to look at weaknesses the way Paul looked at them. He said, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. What do we expect from God anyway? Save me and bless me, but keep your hands off my life. God has to touch our lives to bless us. So don't resist his touch and you'll be the better person for it. Well, it was battered and scarred and the auctioneer felt it was hardly worth his while to waste much time on the old violin but he held it up with a smile. It sure ain't much, but it's all we got left. I guess we ought to sell it too.
Listening to Grace Notes. Thanks for joining the program. If you've been blessed by this ministry, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland 21047, or email us through our website at www.sandbeckministries.com. If God leads you, send along a love gift. Join us on our next program. We'll continue our discussion on power.